Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the LightningInsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson here from LightningInsider.com, getting you ready for the Start of the postseason, the 2022 playoffs are upon us. Tampa Bay facing off against the Toronto Maple Leafs in what should be a extremely intriguing and interesting series, to say the least, between a team in Toronto that finished with 115 points and a team in Tampa Bay that finished with 110. They are the number four and number eight team in the NHL league standings. As they face off, and we're going to get into a little bit of what to expect in this series and maybe take a quick look at the rest of the league as well. As always, uh, I know it's been a couple of weeks here between episodes, and uh, again, I apologize. I'm trying to keep my hands involved in a lot of different things, and sometimes things just kind of fall through the cracks a little bit, and unfortunately, this is uh, one of the ones that continues to just kind of be in that uh, situation. It doesn't mean that I don't like connecting with everybody, but sometimes it just does become difficult to fit this into the schedule and the process. But we're going to break down this series here a little bit um, in this episode. But before we do, want to make sure you know that the LightningInsider.com podcast is presented by BioPro Plus. It's the first 100% non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. Improve your performance, metabolism, and energy without any needles or nasty side effects of prescription injections. BioPro Plus works faster, is easier to use, and is 100% safe. Are you a guy over 35 who wants to fix how he performs, looks, and feels? Then BioPro Plus is right for you. Find BioPro Plus at BioProteinTech.com or on Instagram and Twitter at BioProteinTech. And online, use the code LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. Again, that's BioProteinTech.com. All right, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was some, shall we say, trepidation amongst many who thought that the Lightning were just not ready for the playoffs, weren't going to be in a situation where they're going to be playing well. In the playoffs, and you know, I've tried to let people know through the years here that you know, especially this year, coming off of back to back titles, that what happens in March and April when a playoff spot is all but wrapped up does not mean how the team is going to play come the playoffs. It's just, it's just a different situation altogether. Um, you know, this isn't football where you're trying to execute you know plans and plays every time you snap the ball you know when you rep you do you know you go through those plays and uh, practice throughout the week and then you go out on the field the, the hockey is not that way it just doesn't work that way so 
yeah, they struggled in March and April, had a really good stretch uh, right before the season ended, a, a pretty significant four-game winning streak with wins over Toronto by a score of 8-1, to one, a win over Nashville by a score of 6-2, to two, a win over the Florida Panthers by a score of 8-4. to four. Steven Stamkos becomes the all-time leading franchise scorer uh, in team history. Uh, he hits his... Um, the 100-point mark for the first time in his career. Victor Hedman records point number 600 in his career. Nikita Kucherov hits six, uh, point number 600 in his career. It was a pretty incredible stretch of games. You know, Alex Kalorn hit point number 400. As the team just, you know, as I tried to, again, let people know, what we were seeing out of the team was mental mistakes. And mental mistakes, to me, mean mental fatigue. And sometimes the focus just isn't where you want it to be, where you need it to be. And I think that's kind of where the slip in the team came from. And then when they, specifically when they faced the, you know, the Toronto, Nashville, Florida, three games and four nights against three playoff bound teams, they found their focus. Turnovers weren't as prevalent. Uh, you know, understanding where they needed to be, their positioning, getting out of their zone quicker. All that stuff that we're used to seeing from this team was there. So I don't think it's any surprise that in those games we saw it. Wasn't very good in Columbus. You know, rebounded against the Islanders after a slow start in the season finale. And, you know, there was something on the line in that game, but there wasn't really anything on the line in that game. I know a win could have meant the difference between playing Toronto in round one or playing Carolina in round one. It became irrelevant, though really by the time the third period started for Tampa Bay because the Bruins had lost in regulation in Toronto, which clinched the number three seed and set up the matchup between Tampa Bay and Toronto. And going to be an intriguing one. A lot of firepower, a lot of star power on both teams. A lot of trophy winners on both teams. A lot of history on both teams. Okay, maybe not so much history. A lot of bad history with Toronto. A lot of reason good history with the Lightning. Either way, uh, this series to me really sets up as a, a a coin toss in a lot of ways. You can make an argument and a case for either team coming out on top in this series. And I don't think you would be wrong in either case making the argument. Austin Matthews, the first U.S.-born player in league history to score 60 goals in a season. Mitch Marner. John Tavares, William Nylander were very top-heavy uh, with the Leafs in terms of their offense. Steven Stamkos hits 100 points for the first time in his career, hits the 40-goal mark for the sixth time in his career. Nikita Kucherov only limited to 53 games, but he ends up with the second-best points-per-game mark of his career, only bettered by his MVP season in 2018-19 when he had 128 points. So if you want to convert that out to a full season. Uh, so again, a lot of star power and a lot of uh, hardware. Mark Giordano is a Norris Trophy winner. Victor Hedman is a Norris Trophy winner. To me, this series is going to boil down to a couple of things. First is the goaltending. There's not a series that the Lightning won't go into anytime soon where they don't have a goaltending advantage. Andre Vasilevsky has been... Lights out in the postseason, especially the last two years. 
and it's no different here. He goes in uh, as the clear advantage over Toronto's Jack Campbell. Uh, the numbers for Vasilevsky during the regular season were not great by his standards. You know, he's, we've seen him put up season save percentages of 925, 928, 930, but he's had a couple around 917, 918, which is where he finished this year. The goals against average, you know, right in line for the most part from where he's used to being. It was weird to see him go through a six-game stretch where he didn't win a game, but still ends up leading the league or tied for the league league anyway with Sergei Bobrovsky. A fifth straight year. He has led the league, or at least had a share of the league lead in wins. First goaltender in post-expansion era. Yes, that's post-expansion era going back to 1967-68. The only two uh, other goaltenders in history to do it. Terry Sawchuk in the 50s. And Clint Benedict, who did it (laughs) right after World War I. That's how far back. Uh, that that record goes. So, um, again, Andre Vasilevsky has the huge advantage in net, at least statistically. Um, you know, Jack Campbell, when the team was here in early April, when the Leafs were here, made some really good stops in that game, had a great start to the year, dipped in the middle part of the year. Injuries kind of slowed him down towards the end. But he's unproven in the playoffs, and let's face it, Playing goaltender in Toronto is not an easy task. It's a lot of scrutiny. It's literally living in a fishbowl. Everybody's looking to see what the goaltending is going to do. Not the case with Vasilevsky. Everybody, I think, knows what he can do. So there's a big advantage there, at least on paper, for Tampa Bay. And if Jack Campbell plays to an Andre Vasilevsky level, I'd be surprised. So Tampa Bay has the clear advantage in net. Can Tampa Bay slow down the pairing of Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner? Now, Austin Matthews missed the start of the season with wrist surgery. He sat out a handful of games down the stretch, including the game here uh, in late April. Still hit the 60-goal mark, 60 goals in 71 games, I think. 73 games, I think that's an incredible, incredible mark. Uh, But can the Lightning match up against that? Can they slow Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner down? They're two dangerous players who have something to prove in the playoffs. As great as they have been, they've been at the forefront of some of Toronto's playoff failures over the last couple of years. So where is their level at, and can Tampa Bay slow that pair down, and who's going to do it? Who's going to match up against that? There's a question we'll hit on the tail end of that, uh, so I won't answer it here. Uh, And then with that pair, especially for the games in Toronto, how often can Sheldon Keefe get that line out against the Belmar-Perry-Maroon line, which to me would be a major mismatch in Toronto's favor. So can Tampa Bay do that? And the other one is we've made a lot of the loss of the Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, Barclay Goodrow line. Can Tampa Bay find that type of line to play some of those minutes in the playoffs and in this series? Can they be tone setters? Can they be the identity line? It's not easy to do. It's not an easy task to do. This is a big reason why they went out and got Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel to try and replicate some of that. And now this is where you want to see those two guys in particular 
provide that part of their game. But can it be in an identity line type role? Can you take on some of those important five-on-five minutes? Can you take on some of those minutes late in games protecting leads? Big question mark with how things are going to go for Tampa Bay. So can they find that? We know you know, Nikita Kucherov led the league in scoring upon the postseason the last two years. Steven Stamkos is as hot as anybody right now, 33 punts, uh, points in the month of April, second most in the calendar month of any player, going back to uh, Mario Lemieux in 94-95. So you know Lightning's top stars are geared up and ready to go. Braden Point expected to start the series. We know he's been dealing with something because he's missed a couple of games here down the stretch. He's missed some practices. Uh, but he is expected to be ready to play. It's just a question of how healthy is he. What's the defensive pairings going to look like for Tampa Bay? You figure Victor Hedman and Jan Ruda, but they've been searching all year. They they like the Chernak and McDonough pairing, obviously for shutdown purposes, and they'll get a lot of time together, but will that be a consistent pair? Will Zach Bogosian see time on the right side with Ryan McDonough? Will... Um, Chernak play with Sergachev. We saw those two play, you know, more than a couple of times down the stretch. This Cal Foot seat time. So there's some question marks with Tampa Bay's goal. But what this boils down to for me is if you can control and limit the damage that guys like Matthews, Marner, and Nylander can do, and then John Tavares becomes an X factor. If you can limit the damage those guys do, I think Tampa Bay has better offensive depth through their top 12, than Toronto does. And then, even with the addition of Mark Giordano on the Toronto blue line, I think that they're vulnerable back there. Morgan Riley is an offensive guy, not really known for playing good defense, but he does get the puck up the ice, joins a rush. He's a tremendous offensive guy. But there's not a lot of depth on the back end of Toronto. They're very top-heavy. So... Yeah, those guys can lead, you know, they can win a series for you. But do they have the depth that those guys can't perform at the level they need to perform at to win the series for Toronto? I don't know if they do. We know Tampa Bay does. We know we know the Lightning have the firepower and the star power to make it happen. So to me, that's what this all comes down to. So we'll see what things look like once the puck drops. Game one, Monday. Game three, Wednesday. It's going to go every other day. So game three Friday in Tampa, game four Sunday on Mother's Day in Tampa, and then at Toronto on Tuesday, at Tampa on Thursday, at Toronto on Saturday for a potential game seven of the series. So I think that's how it's going to break down. That's how it's going to look uh, once we get to the start of the 2022 postseason for the Tampa Bay Lightning trying to become the first team to win three straight Stanley Cups since the New York Islanders did between 1980 and 1983 when they won four consecutive Stanley Cups. So the Lightning did something special last year. They're trying to be legendary this year. All right, before we look at some other series real quick and get to a couple of the questions, I want to let you know that uh, with the playoffs underway, Major League Baseball underway, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may not know this, but BetUS has been pioneers in the sports book industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. 
That's BetUS.com, and they have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 800-69-BETUS. That's 800-MY-BETUS. You receive 125% sign-up bonus by using, using the code BOLTS22. That's BOLTS22. They have re-up and referral bonuses also. BetUS is known as America's favorite sports book for a lot of reasons. BetUS has all your NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, player props, and loads of NFL futures and NFL odds up already. You can bet UFC matches and props, PGA golf, round matchups, and live betting on most sports, including golf. The online casino has hundreds of games, and the race book has all your horse tracks. They have every bet type imaginable, and the Sharp Bet US mobile platform is easy with full betting options. Follow my follow my lead and get your phone online and social sports betting partner with integrity and longevity. Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet US. All right, quick look at the other series uh, starting in the East in the Atlantic Division in particular. Florida, the number one seed, President's Trophy winner facing the Washington Capitals who were beat up. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is a question mark with the apparent shoulder injury he suffered late in the year. Even with Alex Ovechkin, I think the Capitals were going to have a difficult time upsetting the Panthers in this series. I think the Panthers, they're just they are just too deep up front for Washington to, to take them out in a seven-game series. Capitals have goaltending question marks. Noah Ovechkin at the Panthers, you know, they play a high-risk game. They play a high-reward game, but they do have a lot of high risk. I just don't know if the Capitals have the firepower to make them pay for it. So I think the Panthers are going to win that series. Boston and Carolina on the other side. A lot of people are picking Boston in this series. I, I don't know. Carolina is a tough defensive team. As long as Freddie Anderson is healthy and by all indications, he will be ready to start this series. They play tight, tight defense. They've got a couple of game breakers in Sveshnikov and Sebastian Ajo. They got as, as good of a decor in the league. I just I don't see Boston upsetting the Hurricanes here. I think the Hurricanes uh, can win this series and will win this series. And then you have the other intriguing one, Pittsburgh and the Rangers. The Penguins have question marks in goal. Tristan Jari is listed as day-to-day, but I don't think he's going to start the series. Casey DeSmith steps in. Sure, names. Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and Letang is coming off of a career year. I just don't know if the Penguins are going to be able to pull this one out with the Rangers team that shored up their 5-on-5 play with some of the additions they made at the trade deadline with Andrew Kopp. Uh, Igor Shosturkin, yes, never been playoff tested, but he had a great year as long as he doesn't falter under the New York spotlight. I think he'll be fine. I think the Rangers will end up winning this series as well. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. Out west, some late season drama came down to what would have been the last game of the season between Arizona and Nashville when the Coyotes came back from down 4 nothing to win that game in regulation. Sends Nashville to face the Colorado Avalanche. No UC Saros, no chance for the Predators. No chance for the Predators. The other series in the central Minnesota-St. Louis. You want to talk about a pick'em series. Minnesota's had a great year. Have a different look and feel after all those years with Parise and Suter. Went out and traded for Marc-Andre Fleury. 
Um, that's a tough one. St. Louis has played well down the stretch. They've had some, you know, it hasn't been, um, it's been Vili Husso in net. That's kind of, you know, been the better guy here, not Jordan Bennington, who led them to the cup in 2019. So there's some question marks in goal for St. Louis. I think this is the year Minnesota gets past it, though. I think they move past it. I think they win this series. In the Pacific Division, uh, Calgary faces Dallas. Dallas, negative goal differential. Rely too much on their top line with Pavelski, Hintz, and Robertson. Calgary is too deep. Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm, Matthew Kachuk. Too deep. Mark Jacobs Markstrom's had a great year. Don't see Dallas having a chance to pull the upset there. And then the other one, the number 11 team in the league standings, Edmonton. The number 14 team in the league standings, L.A. One of those teams is getting to the second round. It's probably going to be Edmonton. Just about any other team in the West faces Edmonton in the first round. I don't know that I pick Edmonton. I just don't know that L.A., which is a surprise team to be in the postseason, finds a way to upset the Edmonton Oilers in that one. So uh, so those are the predictions. All right, questions that were sent in prior. Don't want to leave any of those out, so let's get to those now, uh, including the one that I had foreshadowed to a little bit earlier. Um, this was from Nancy earlier. Um just to answer it and, and make clear, the entire first round for Tampa Bay is going to be on Bally Sports Sun. There is one game, I believe it's game two on Wednesday, which will be on both Bally Sports Florida and Bally Sports Sun. It's an afternoon Rays game, so if the Rays game goes long, it will switch over and stay on Bally Sports Florida while the Lightning game will start on Bally Sports Sun. So all seven games are scheduled to be played on Bally Sports Sun locally. They will be picked up nationally as well. ESPN2 has games 1 and 2. TBS has games 3 and 4. After that, everything is to be determined. Um, let's see. Uh, one here earlier from Prezemic. Why don't we get interviews and intermission with guys like Nikita Kucherov, Andre Vasilevsky, or others, usually the same players or coaches? First of all, in the goalie, goalies don't do intermission interviews. That just doesn't happen. Uh, Nikita Kucherov is a guy who doesn't like talking to the media to begin with. Certainly, I don't think he's going to do too many intermission interviews. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, th- I think in particular Bally does a pretty good job of, you know, moving things around. There are certain guys who aren't comfortable on camera, but I don't think that, you know, Andre Palat doesn't like talking on camera, but he, he does it if he's asked. You know, most times, same thing with Braden Point. I would put him in that category as well. Um, but there are certain guys that you're just not going to get because they're just not comfortable, and they don't they don't come across well on TV. And you know, producers certainly know that. Um, another one from Prezemic. Do you know or think some Lightning players will visit Donald Trump in near future because he was the president when they won the Cup, just like Dave Anderchuk visited J- uh, George Bush a few years ago because he was president in 2004. I don't know the answer to that. I it's that's a it's an it's an odd question. I understand what it is you're saying, but that's an individual thing I would think, right? Um and the difference, you know, in this situation is in two thousand and four, 
they couldn't get a schedule together in the summer for the team to go visit the White House, and then the lockout hit, so they weren't going to go to the White House during the lockout. It cost them a full year, and that's why they didn't go. This one was for different reasons, different circumstances, um, you know, and everybody had those opportunities to go. I know guys like Blake Coleman and Yanni Gord and Barkley Kudrow couldn't make it, but you saw Matthew Joseph there. Of course, Curtis McElhaney and, and Braden Coburn no longer uh, in the league. They retired. Um, but you saw, you know, guys did have an opportunity to go if they wanted to. So, uh, But that's an odd question. I have no idea one way or the other uh, in that situation. All right, this is the one I was referring to earlier from Stephanie. Uh, who do you see John Cooper matching up against the top line of Matthews Marner? It seems uh, Sorelli, Colorn, Hagel would be a pain to play against. Look, that's the one thing the Lightning have been trying to do all year is find that type of an identity. Uh, and certainly it, it looks like, and if you go back to the last meeting between the teams, it was the Sorelli, Kalorn, Hagel line that matched up against Tavares and Marner because Austin Matthews didn't play that game. But it looks like they're trying to get that line to be sort of a, a shutdown sort of line, um, you know, to, to go those matchups. So it'll be something interesting to see, especially the difference between home games and road games and how teams handle it. And that's where, honestly, where Tampa Bay's depth the last couple of years has come into play. They haven't been fearful of road matchups. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. This one, um, asked about the matchup against Toronto. I answered that one. Uh, here's another one from uh, Debbie. Uh, besides Corey Perry, what other Lightning players played every game in the regular season? Uh, total of three. Corey Perry was one. Alex Kalorn was the other. And Victor Hedman are the only three Lightning players to appear in all 82 games. Steven Stamkos played 81. The only game he missed was to fly back home to be with his wife. In December, when um, they had their second child, uh, there were a couple of other um, COVID or suspension situations, like with Mikhail Sergachev and pierre Edward Belmar, although Belmar did sit a game out late in the year. Um, you know, so there wasn't a lot of uh, injuries in that aspect. But yeah, there were only those three players who found their way onto the score sheet for all 82 games. All right. That's going to wrap up this edition again. Lightning Toronto round one series should be a very interesting and fun matchup. Uh, again, you can make a case for either team winning this series. You can make a case for either team losing this series. It's going to come down to execution. And, uh, you know, we talk about sometimes the stars canceling each other out. I think in this series, the stars have to carry their team. Whichever stars show up and produce, I think is going to have the better chance to end up winning this series. Game one gets underway on Monday night. Again, game two in Toronto on Wednesday, and they go every other day from there. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to my website, lightninginsider.com. If you use the code podcast when you sign up, if you're not already signed up, I'll give you $10 off the first year. So that's uh, $40 normally, so that would be $30. Again, podcast is the code to use when you sign up. Uh, you find me on the pregame skate show with Bobby the Chief Taylor on Lightning Power Play as well as News Radio WFLA here locally. Uh, that's one hour before every game, and that includes road games for the entire playoffs. So with 7.30 starts, 
Beyond the Air at 6.30 with 7 o'clock starts. Beyond the Air at 6 o'clock. So look for that. Uh, look for my other podcast, Lightning Game Day Now. You can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. And, of course, don't forget the website, lightninginsider.com. All right, as always, if you have questions, you have anything else you want to share my way, find me on Twitter at Eric underscore Erlinson. Or my email address is eric at lightninginsider.com. Enjoy the series, everyone, and uh, I'll check back in as soon as I can. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.